And welcome back. It's Midday. I'm Tom Hall. By the way, coming up on the show Monday, it's the Midday Health Watch with our good friend Dr. Lena Wen, plus Kara Ober and Ed Berlin of Be More Art will introduce a beautiful new book that celebrates the local art scene. So they join me Monday, and joining me now are two of the three members of an internationally acclaimed classical chamber music group called the Poulenc Trio. Pianist Irina Kaplan-Lande and oboist Ale Ramazau and bassoonist Brian Young are playing the piece by the French composer Francis Poulenc in this excerpt, which inspired the trio's name. Monday and Brian Young join me here in Studio A. It's good to see you both. How you doing? Nice to see you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, we are delighted to have you. And happy anniversary, Brian. This is your 20th season. That's right. So the Peel Lung Trio has been playing. We, we started in Maryland uh, 20 years ago, 2003, uh, for a Mother's Day concert. And we have not looked back. 20 years. So, Irina, what do you think the secret is to keeping a chamber music group together for 20 years? Because, gosh, I mean, even in pop music, you know, the, there are a lot of bands that don't last that long. They, you know, they spend a lot of time with each other, and sometimes absence or, or, or closeness doesn't make the heart grow fonder. Well, I think uh, being friends um, and kind of like I always uh, talk about, like, speaking uh, the same language, the same musical language is important. Uh, so that's that's my take on that. I mean, what was the initial uh, impetus to get the group together? You mentioned this Mother's Day concert. Was that just kind of, hey, you guys, you want to just you know, do this one show? And- well, I have to give credit to Irina, who is the 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 power and the impetus, impetus and the brains behind our group. Uh, I was performing uh, at Peabody, which is where we all met, and uh, Irina came into the room and uh, said, you know, I think it would be a great idea for us to get together and, and make a group. And yeah. I always, I loved uh, playing chamber music, and I wanted to have uh, my own. I was thinking of a trio, but I thought, you know, piano, uh, violin, viol, uh, violin and cello, how many more of those uh, we can have? So let's uh, let's try something different, something interesting. So piano and bassoon uh, was very original uh, at that time, 20 years ago, but also um, it had some kind of uh, traditional roots where, of course, oboe takes uh, kind of a soprano upper line and bassoon is a bass and piano is harmonizing everything so it felt very natural and uh, of course the the Poulenc trio is the name of a piece it's a trio by Falsis Poulenc the French composer uh, for oboe bassoon and piano but it's also your name and you took it from that piece Brian so that piece has has special resonance that piece has special resonance for us Uh, so I remember as a student at Peabody coming through the Poulenc trio was something that we held up it was uh, a very special you know piece of chamber music that's it's beautiful it has kind of a a, a zest and a breeze 
embryo. Uh, and so then to come together when we were thinking about naming ourselves, uh, it seemed like a natural fit. You know, the Poulenc Trio uh, should be the, 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 uh, the name that represents this group that, uh, as Irina was saying, uh, when we came on the scene, there weren't any uh, professional groups that had that, that uh, grouping. Yeah. And so, Irina, I mean, is there... A, a fairly large repertoire like uh, the Poulenc Trio, that piece that is written for these specific instruments, you know, on purpose, or do you have to do a lot of arranging? Well, of course, there there was a core of the repertoire that we started, but, um, you know, I have to take pride for that. So we expanded the repertoire. We probably commissioned um, more than 30 pieces and arrangements, new pieces and arrangements. Uh, we worked very closely with uh, Peabody, young composers. And, um, you know, one of our favorite is Viet Cong. We're going to um, perform his uh, second commission, our second commission at the Peel. Uh, but we started uh, maybe more than 10 years ago. I came to a, a concert by Peabody Composers, and um, I heard his music. It stood out right away. Um, his musical voice is very interesting. It's uh, very clever and witty. So we... Uh, um, approached him. He created a piece, uh, Trains of Thought. Uh, maybe Brian can tell a little bit more about this piece, but I have to add that since then, uh, Viet became um, you know, very prominent composers. He's now um, commissioned by New York Philharmonic and San Francisco uh, Symphony, and he played on six continents, but he always remembers that Poulenc Trio was the first one to, nice, uh, yeah. To He's piece, gone on yeah. to bigger. So tell us, we have an excerpt that I want to listen to. Sure. Tell us a little bit more about the piece. Right. So Trains of Flot, uh, like Arena said, was Viet's first uh, professional commission, and, and Irina uh, likes to think that that she that she found him. I think she did. Uh, and Trains of Flot is interesting because it not only refers to the trains of thought that go through uh, the listener's head as they're listening to the music, but there are also moments in the music where he wants us to recreate the sound of a locomotive which is just fascinating the way he, he gets that uh, in, his, in his writing. Let's listen to a little uh, excerpt from Trains of Thought by Viet Quang. This was written back in 2012. of Viet Quang, commissioned by the Poulenc Trio. They'll be playing this piece tomorrow afternoon at the Peel Museum here in Baltimore, part of a new series that they're doing in conjunction with the Candlelight Concerts. That's when, that one's called Trains of Thought from back in 2012. So, Brian, Irina mentioned that you have commissioned so many different pieces, 30 or so, did you say? We have. Over, over a 20-year period. Um, so that's expanding the repertoire. It, yes. How, how about expanding the the audience? 
uh, for chamber music. It's interesting. Tomorrow night, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be at the symphony mm-hmm. uh, doing the first of a three-part series uh, concerts occasionally during the year that they call Casual Conversations. Right. So I'll be chatting amiably with the uh, conductor, John Hayward. Jonathan mm-hmm. Hayward was going to mm-hmm. conduct. He's uh, come down with COVID-19, so he's not able to conduct. Oh. But there's a lovely guy named Ankush Kumar Bal who's filling in. Uh, Simone Lamsma, a wonderful violinist, is going to play the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto. Um, and we're going to talk about the music. And mm-hmm. the effort is to you know, sort of demystify the the experience of going to a concert. And all of us in classical music, you know, it, it's it's front of mind for mm-hmm. all of us to try to make this, you know, uh, more accessible to people. Um, how do you approach that sure. particular challenge? So I think, Tom, you, uh, you hit on uh, the concept or the idea of conversation in music. I think it's very important. One of the things that we've done from the beginning and we like to do uh, with our audiences when we perform is we talk about the music. And so, you know, I, I like to joke that, you know, if I'm not talking to the audience, I feel like we've left out part of our concert. Uh, I think the BSO has done a really good job with, you know, sort of creating these conversations. And it's great that, that you're doing that. Uh, and it's one of the reasons that we uh, are that we are happy to be working with the Peel Museum is the Peel Museum uh, builds itself as uh, Baltimore's uh, conversational, talking about Baltimore stories. And so uh, each of the pieces that we've chosen for tomorrow's performance uh, has a story, you know, uh, the, the, uh, and, and a Maryland connection. And a Maryland too. connection. So uh, the Viet Cong uh, piece, for instance, you know, that's something that's a composer here. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, some songs by Duke Ellington, uh, who is, you know, local local person, D.C. DC born. And, so, and also uh, the, uh, they were arranged by uh, Jonathan Jensen, who is uh, a wonderful a bass player yes, for the Baltimore the Symphony. Baltimore that's right. Symphony, yeah. yes, and a good friend of ours. He's... Um, just created another uh, arrangement for us, so we're hoping to premiere it soon. Yeah, and of course, Duke Ellington didn't write the pieces for oboe, bassoon, and piano. He wrote them for other right. Right. <laughs> ensembles. But, but to your yeah. point about uh, sort of expanding, you know, the audience, expanding the repertoire, we believe that we should we and we we like to play music from from everywhere, and so uh, you know the the from Europe, from America, from from uh, every part of life. That's, you know, we, we're hoping to put that in our programs. My guests are Brian uh, Young and Irina Lande. Uh, they are members of the Poulenc Trio. Our number here, by the way, is 410-662-8780. Our email midday at org. if you have a question for Brian or Irina Kaplan-Lande. Um, Irina, you, and you, of the many things that you do, besides play the piano beautifully, um, you also direct the Candlelight Concert Series, which, mm-hmm. of course, takes place uh, mostly in Howard County at the Howard County Community College. Um, this is a collaboration between that series and the Peel Museum, as Brian mentioned. Peel Museum, of course, all about Maryland stories. Why did the Peel uh, seem like a good, a good fit for you all to collaborate with? Well, it kind of everything came together. Uh, first of all, yes, I'm I've been artistic director at the Candlelight Concert Society, and Brian uh, is also now the president of the board. So we both are uh, connected. 
uh, so to Canada. So it's wonderfully and, incestuous. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, uh, For a good cause. Yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, we are, our home is in Colombia, but uh, over the last few years, <laughs> we expanded, actually, uh, our concerts, and we present now in Baltimore County at the beautiful Linehan Hall. Uh, just a couple of uh, weeks ago, we had a wonderful um, Jean Rondeau playing uh, fortepiano. It was an exquisite concert. <coughs> and now we're going to the appeal to Baltimore um, City. So, uh, you know, we've done um, this kind of series. We call them um, Music in the Museum, uh, the Plank Trio. For many, many years, we started with Hermitage in, uh, in St. Petersburg, Russia. And uh, we had like 10 seasons at the National Gallery creating interesting programs there. So for me, a combination of Art in music is ideal, and I think um, just playing um, in a space surrounded by art makes it for such a special experience, and I think like coming to the Peel is, uh, just fulfills my dream. Yeah, and Brian, you know, being able to play in an intimate setting. Uh, I mean, the Meyerhoff, it's wonderful to go to hear the Baltimore Symphony play. It's this gigantic hall with a gigantic orchestra, and it's a very interesting and wonderful experience to have live. It's certainly an experience you cannot have with little earbuds in your ears. You've got to be there in the hall. But in a museum, you know, it's an intimate group, three players, uh, and an intimate setting. That's a, a, an author, another great I, I think that's very important. I mean, we're, we, we play chamber music. The chamber refers to, you know, an intimate space and uh, a room, and and the peel is the room that we'll be performing in is perfect for chamber music. It uh, has lovely acoustics. It's uh, not a large space, but it's enough so that you get to be right there with us as we're making the music and working together. Let's listen to a little bit more of music of the Poulenc Trio. This is a romance by uh, Dmitry Shostakovich, the great Russian composer. Uh, music of the Poulenc Trio. So beautiful, beautiful. Yes, what a beautiful piece and beautifully played. Yeah, yeah, one of the most gorgeous melodies. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's so wonderful to hear a group. I mean, you've been together for 20 years. I forget when you recorded that, how many years ago it was. But um, you breathe together. 
you think together. Uh, in music, we have this term rubato, where mm-hmm. you just sort of mm-hmm. relax the tempo ever so mm-hmm. slightly. But you, to, for three different human beings to relax it at the same pace and to keep it together uh, takes practice and takes a musical understanding of each other. And that's it? what I was talking about, speaking uh, the same musical language. Yes, that's how we feel the music, and I think um, that's why we keep... Uh, you know, enjoying playing together. I I think it's the thing that makes us the most passionate about what we do is you can come together as three people who have, you know, their lives. And then you can, especially with wind instruments, you can breathe together and make music together. And I think for audiences, it's fascinating to see that process and to see that come together. Yeah. And Brian, for example, you're a terrific example of uh, a working musician who's busy as can be uh, playing in orchestras, playing solo music, playing in chamber music. I mean, you've got, you've got, what's a typical week like for you? Oh my goodness. Well, so. Or is there such thing as a typical week? It's a good question. I, I do a lot of things. And so I, you know, I, like you said, I, I'm a freelance musician. Uh, I do a lot of board service. I became recently the uh, chair of Chamber Music America. And so there's a lot of, of things with that. And that's a national, a national organization. organization. Sure. I'm uh, teaching at Peabody. And so there's, there's teaching that, that happens. Uh, and then I have a whole different life where I do technology. And so, uh, there, there's just a lot of things. And I think, you know, when you talk to musicians now, uh, there are lots of components that make up that career, you know, and, and I think that's the thing that makes it for a full a full life as a musician. Yeah, and I know, Irina, in your alma mater at, at Peabody and then with, with the uh, musicians that you grew up with there, Peabody is making a very concerted effort to, to help people uh, understand how to, how to navigate the mm-hmm. business of music, not yeah. just the playing of music. Yes, yes. We're um, actually lucky. We're also working uh, with Peabody Candlelight Concert Society. So we have uh, uh, interns that come and learn how to produce concerts, how to run the organization, because, you know, like we all, they will be doing a lot of different things besides just playing their instrument. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's one thing to learn how to play. It's mm-hmm. another thing to get out there and uh, make a living at it, or at least partially yeah. uh, a living. So, well, I'm delighted that you guys could stop by and uh, have a wonderful time tomorrow at the Peel. It's a great place to, to sit and enjoy an intimate concert. So break a leg and have fun. Well, thank you. thank you. So we hope that, uh, you know, your, your listeners will come. There will be a, um, a tour of the museum right before our concert at 2.15. So you can have a wonderful time tomorrow afternoon. There is. So it starts at 2.15 is the tour, and then the concert's at, at 3 o'clock. At 3, yes. And, of Super. course, always a party afterwards. All right. Well, you got to have a party. If you're playing, you got to have a party. That's Irina Kaplan-Lande and Brian Young of the Poulenc Trio. They'll perform a concert tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock. Again, the Peel Museum in Baltimore. It's part of a collaboration with the Candlelight Concert Series. The next concert on the Candlelight Series is next weekend at Howard Community College. That show features musicians from the Heifetz International Music Institute. It's sold out, but you can go to the Candlelight Concerts website and put your name on a waiting list for tickets. Up next, theater critic Jay Wynn Russick reviews Fat Ham at the Studio Theater in Washington. And as we go to a break, here's more artistry from the wonderful Poulenc Trio. This is music of Shostakovich, a spin around Moscow. Stay with us. This is Baltimore's NPR News Station, 881 WYPR.